Welcome to the Hire to Thrive podcast, where home care hiring is reimagined. I'm your host, Rachel Gartner, founder and CEO of CareWork. We're on a mission to help you hire and retain more high quality caregivers so that you can serve your community better. Since 2018, we've helped our partner agencies hire thousands of caregivers. If your agency needs more hires to thrive, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm here today to talk with you about creating career paths to help with retention and growth. We all know that turnover in the caregiving industry is a real problem, and I know for many agencies out there, you're actually afraid to focus more on recruiting or to spend more on recruiting because it feels like a never-ending hamster wheel. You're recruiting, you're recruiting, you're recruiting, and where are they all going? Well, today we want to talk about something that will help with that retention and also help with your long-term agency growth. And by the way, it will circle back and help with recruiting. Did you like my corporate term there, circle back? I love to throw that in there now, but every time I say circle back, I do smile a little bit because it has become such a joke online. But yes, investing in your career path will help with recruiting, but it also helps a lot with retention. And of course, growing any business, when you can raise up future leaders, it it will help the long-term scalability and growth of your business. We want to make sure we're including caregivers in that category of future leaders that we want to develop and grow and invest time and training in those people. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's dive in. All right, let's talk about caregiver career paths and how they can help your home care agency grow. The first thing we're going to talk about is why you should invest time, effort, or money into this career path project. Hopefully, a lot of you listening feel like we don't even need to talk about it. I hope a lot of you go, of course, we need to have a great career path for our caregivers. Why wouldn't we have a great career path for our caregivers? But having worked with agencies across the country, I have often seen that this is not done or done well. It's easy to let this be something kind of in the back of your mind, something you'll get around to, or something that maybe happens informally, but doesn't really have a clear initiative around it. So let's talk about why we want to make this a very defined career path, branded, make it into a nice, nice project. The reason is to keep caregivers engaged. So showing caregivers a great vision for what they can achieve if they work with your agency. We all know caregivers have a lot of job offers. They are often thinking about taking another job at any given time. And to really grow a great roster of the best caregivers, we want to show them their future with your agency I've heard a lot of people complain, you know, caregivers will just go anywhere to chase a dollar more an hour. First of all, I think that's valid because for most caregivers, a dollar more an hour makes a noticeable difference in their family's life, being able to get an extra tank of gas every week. But second of all, if you want caregivers to be loyal and stick around, you have to show them that you're going to meet their long-term needs and goals. Many home care agencies fall into this kind of emotional trap where it feels like caregivers should be loyal to them and should stick around for no other reason than the fact that we think that they should, really, or from the reason that the home care agency needs them to stick around, or this kind of old mindset that you get a job and you should stay with it a long time. 
And really, if you zoom out, what you find is that this is an old mindset where people used to get a job and stay with it for 20 years, 50 years, you know, whatever it was. And we still think that that is like a morally superior thing to do, to get a job and stay around for a very, very, very long time. And I love that. I mean, I'm building a company. I want my people to stay around a very, very, very long time too. But when you zoom out and you go back, you know, to let's say the 80s. I don't really know. I'm guessing here. You're going to see it in a minute. I'm revealing my youth. I don't know when this changed exactly. But companies used to have people stay a long time because they had pension plans. <laughs> there used to be direct financial incentives for employees to get a job at a company and stay there for 30 or 40 years. And so they did. And then somewhere along the way, I'm guessing 80s, you know, ish, that really changed. And we don't see pension plans anymore. And I know for most home care agencies, of course, you're not offering pension plans to your caregivers. And I get that. But what I want you to do in your mind is zoom out and say, we used to have great financial incentives for people to work at one company and work there a really long time. And people did. And now we don't have those financial incentives anymore at the vast majority of companies in the U.S. But we still expect people to get a job and stay there a really, really, really long time. Why? Why would somebody stay there a really, really, really long time if there's no incentive for them to do so? And why do we still consider that kind of morally superior to somebody who job hops? We as businesses get fixated on that. We don't want people who job hop. It's seen as somebody who's not loyal. But why would an employee be loyal to a business to help the business be more profitable if they are not rewarded for that loyalty? That's the point we want to get to, to understand if they don't have growth potential at a company, if they're not getting raises, if they don't have retirement savings, if there's not benefits that your company offers that other companies don't, why would they work with you for a really, really, really long time? You know, that magic employee that comes and just stays, especially the best employees. In fact, most people my age now, and I'm not going to give my exact age, but most people my age on Reddit talk all the time about how the best way to get a raise is to switch to a new company. This is a very well-known phenomenon, and it is bleeding into the home care industry. Caregivers are often aware that they can get a better deal by just switching companies. And we want to change that, but we're not going to change it by just hoping that caregivers stick around and kind of looking down on the fact that they don't. That's not going to accomplish anything. The way to change it is to reward caregivers who stick around. So at CareWork, obviously, I'm running a different kind of company. I employ recruiters, not caregivers. But I can tell you some of the things that we're doing that work. And actually, I think one of the biggest ones is the career path. I have always recruited my old employees for new positions. We have not to date hired anyone at our company that did not start as an entry-level screener, including myself, actually. I was our first recruiter. Now, I don't expect it to always be that way. I'm sure in the future that there will arise times that we need to hire other people who have experience outside of our company. And that is totally fine. But I will tell you, everyone who starts at my company starts at a rate of pay not dissimilar to caregivers and starts on part-time flexible schedules. And they stay 
because we treat them really well. We have unique benefits like paid parental leave, paid time off before and after their spouse deploys, paid time off if the military moves them. We have a 401k program with a match, even though our employees are part-time, and it's a generous match. And we have a great career path. Everyone at CareWork knows that we are growing. We're growing really quickly. And we work very, very hard to show them the potential if they stay with us with their first promotion often coming in six months. And then beyond that, there is so much room for them to grow. And that's what you want to do at your agency. That is why you want to have a great career path so that when people have those moments that maybe they feel like this job is really hard and maybe I could go somewhere else and get a better schedule or a better case. Maybe the person that they're working with has passed away and they think, I need to rush and get a job because they do. They do need to rush and get a job and they might not want to wait around for you to find a new case for them. So in those tough situations that are going to come around, what's going to encourage your caregiver to stay at your agency? A career path. A career path that they know applies to them, that they see a vision for what they can accomplish with you, and they know that they are on the path to achieving their goals and to getting to a place where they make more money. Because everybody wants to make more money, you know, and that's fine. That's not a bad thing, particularly the way our economy has been going. A lot of people are looking around going, I need to make more money. How do I do that? So we want to build this career path so that caregivers stay engaged and so that they have that financial incentive to stick around. Retention bonuses are great for that as well. But a career path showing that they have a very defined way to get raises that then they make more every single week forever, awesome way to keep caregivers engaged. Another reason why we want to do this to promote from within and to eventually build a staff who have many or all of them worked as a caregiver is to build that caregiver first culture. It is much easier to maintain a caregiver first culture if a lot of the people in your office staff have worked as caregivers because they inherently understand the perspective of the caregivers working at your agency. Now, you still have to maintain that culture. It is common for people to get promoted and over time get out of touch. We don't want that. We want to maintain that caregiver first culture. But if it's much easier if they have worked as a caregiver, and this is something that I also try to do at CareWork, though I'm sure I don't do it perfectly. I try to remember what it was like when I was the person sitting down every day to make 100 phone calls to reach out to caregivers and try to keep my upbeat attitude for every single person I spoke with. And how did I ba- manage that with my family life and with my well-being and everything else? And it was hard. And I try to keep that in perspective when I'm making decisions that impact everyone on my team. And that is what you want in your office staff. You want caregivers to be promoted, to join your office staff and help inform the perspective so that when you are making decisions that impact all of your caregivers, you have people at the table who can say things like, I remember when I was a caregiver, this is how I felt. Or I know when I used to work at a different agency, they did something like that and it really upset me and this is why. People who can help you avoid remaking mistakes because they've been on the other side of them before. And also people who can say, well, I know to you it might not seem like a very big difference to get a 50 cent raise, but actually it for me would have made a difference. When I was a caregiver, a 50 cents raise would have made a difference for me. It would have made me feel appreciated and it would have actually had an impact on my family's finances. 
You want as many people as possible on your decision-making team to have that perspective to build a caregiver-first culture. And when you build a career path that raises up the caregivers at your agency to be future office staff and managers and leaders and schedulers, it builds that caregiver-first culture in a really authentic way. So those are a couple reasons why I think you should work very hard to build a great career path at your... Okay, now let's talk a little bit about how to create a great career path that keeps your caregivers engaged and builds that amazing culture. What we want to do is create a very well-defined career path and make sure it is shared with the caregivers at your agency. That's a very important and because for many, many agency owners and leaders, this career path lives in their mind that they know it would be great to hire from within and they think this person could one day be a great scheduler, be a great manager, or be a great recruiter. But they're not really putting that out there. Even if it's written down somewhere, no one's ever really seen it. Maybe they mention it once or twice, or maybe they've never mentioned it at all. And it's just something in their head. And I want to speak to why that is. Why do owners sometimes see people as future leaders or people they would want to promote one day or have a whole plan for we could one day create all these additional positions and people could grow into them? Why are they afraid to share it? Well, I could only share my perspective. And sometimes the reason that I don't share those plans is I'm afraid to get people's hopes up. I'm afraid to say if we had our growth goals next year, we could have an additional supervisor or a quality audit person or a salesperson or whatever that is in our company. For you, it might be if we had our agency growth goals next year, we could have somebody full time doing onboarding and keeping our caregivers engaged. We could have a second scheduler. We could have an extra office admin person. We could have a manager. And maybe you're afraid to come out and say that and publish it because you don't want to get people's hopes up that there's going to be these great positions and there's going to be these things coming because you're afraid you might disappoint them later if you don't hit the growth goals or if plans change or if the economy changes and you don't, your budget doesn't go as far. And I understand that. And I think it's wise to consider before publishing a career path, am I setting realistic expectations for these people to understand that the people who read this career path may take it very seriously? Some people might not. Some people might glance at it and think it's a gimmick and move on with their day. But some people might look at that and really set their sights on something that they want and begin to pursue it. And you might be afraid, what if they do all of that and then I can't come through for them? What if we don't hit our growth goals? What if we can't afford it when the time comes? And I want to encourage you to acknowledge that fear and then to work on moving past it because that's no way to run a business. You cannot grow your business and grow future leaders if you're afraid to get people's hopes up because you're afraid you might disappoint them. And I've spoken to people who have told me this. This is their hesitancy to create a defined career path, to show people what could be possible because we might not come through for them and it's almost not fair to them. And this becomes a reason that feels like a good intention that stops you from doing it. And the way we want to flip this around is to say, if you don't set this vision and if you don't raise up future leaders and if you don't invest in the development of your staff who want to move up, you almost certainly will not hit your growth goals. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what do we want to do instead? We want to set a vision and it's okay to tell your team 
This is our goal. This is where we're going. And this is how you could be a part of it. This is the career path that could be yours if we work together to make this vision actually happen, to turn this theoretical path into a reality. You can show them what's currently possible and also show them if our agency meets our growth goals, I could open up this other position and bring people in your caregiver roster on board with that. Set that vision. And I I know for some of you, this feels almost silly because a lot of agencies have kind of just gotten really into the rut of caregivers just come and go. It's high turnover. They're going to leave. You know, they don't want to move up. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And they are forgetting to build your agency around the people you do want to work for you. Build your time and investment around the caregivers that do want this kind of potential. And then don't prejudge the people that work for you. You are probably not a fortune teller. I am willing to bet most people listening to this podcast have misjudged people who have worked for them in the past. I know I have. So if you wait to just magically know when the time has come and this one person is perfect to move up, there's a good chance you're going to miss them. What you want to do instead is set a vision, set a career path that is possible, put it out to everyone and let them come to you if they are interested and say, I want to hear from people who are interested in being a part of this. You know, a lot of people have aspirations that you know nothing about. I was shocked one time when we put out something about who wants to learn more about marketing or digital media, how many people at my company had experience with that or wanted to learn more about it that I didn't know because it hadn't been relevant in the past. You have to put it out there. You have to have the conversations. So what you want to do is create this defined career path and show them all the different opportunities at your agency. Make it clear that your preference is to hire caregivers and train them in a role rather than hiring people from outside of the home care industry. And then show the entire company some growth goals and how they can be a part of them. To say, over the next year, we're hoping to grow our hours per week to this number. If we hit that goal, everybody here is going to get a bonus or a gift. And also, when we maintain that goal, I'm going to be able to open a part-time position for social media manager and a full-time position for another scheduler. Here's what those job descriptions are. I would love to have some of you apply for that position. So if you're interested in that when it comes open, please reach out to me. But if you really want to learn about it, let's talk now about what your goal is, what you're interested in, and how I can help you learn in that area. Now, sometimes you're going to do this and it's going to be crickets, you guys real world, sometimes you're going to put this out there and nobody's going to jump at it. But sometimes you're going to put it out there and you're going to find somebody who's currently working for you that you had no idea the experience they had or the interest they had or how far they could go with your agency. And that is why we want to put this career path out there. So in a practical sense, what does this look like? What does a great career path look like and how do you implement it? Well, there is actually a lot of ways you can do this and you can do a combination of many different approaches. But the most basic way that I know is to create a PDF that shows potential growth that says something like you start, you know, working in the caregiver role. If you recruit five of your friends to come work here, you're a team leader and you get a dollar per hour raise. 
And then if you continue doing that, we're going to make you a team leader where you're going to get another dollar an hour raise and you're going to help onboard new caregivers. We also have the potential for a scheduler position to open up within the next year. And guys, I know this is a little scary, but put some pay bands on there to show our schedulers make X amount, or maybe it's the same as a caregiver, maybe it's not that much more, but they're going to work in the office on this kind of schedule and they're going to get these other benefits. Don't be afraid to put this out there for your team to see what you're wanting them to aspire to. Because again, our goal is to give them financial incentive to pursue this. And if they don't know what that is, you run two risks. One, they underestimate what it is and they don't work hard to pursue it because they don't care. Two, they overestimate what it is. And when the time comes, they feel a little hoodwinked, like this was not what I was expecting. I think it's better to be transparent and you can put on estimated if it's a position you don't currently have in your agency. But beyond those initial positions, we want to show things like office manager, scheduler, admin, director, manager. Put things on there and show some timelines to say, well, if you were a caregiver and then you were a team builder and then you were a team leader and then you got experience in the office as our office admin, you know, maybe in four to five years, you would have the experience we're looking for to be an office manager. You can also, for each of these job descriptions, provide resources and ways for them to go individually and seek out this training and then report back to you to say, hey, I told you I was interested in the scheduler position. So I followed this link you had to some online training and I completed it. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to learn in this area. You see how powerful that is to just show people what the potential is, give them some resources that they can go pursue on their own and then follow up with you. This is something that we are working all the time at CareWork on building, building more resources for people who want to learn other things, because we really believe we have an incredible company of people, and we want to make sure that we are not holding them back. And then this great thing happens, you guys, as the owner of a business, when you have a lot of people at your company who are interested in moving up, it will drive you to reach those growth goals. That fear that some people have of, I don't want to put this out there because what if we don't grow enough? What if this position is never actually available to them? Then when you see people that work for you pursuing those goals, it should drive you to make sure you meet those goals. Now, you guys know we're always going to bring it all back to recruiting. So if you're a recruiter listening to this, I want to encourage you, if your agency already has a career path, make sure that that is available to caregivers early in the process. If this is a PDF, you can host it on your website and link to it from even your job ads. Now, don't make them go read it, believe me, but link it in there to say caregivers at our agency have the potential to grow and be promoted. Here's a link. Send it to them. When you send an interview invite or an orientation invite, attach that PDF or link to it. Hey, here's what your potential at this agency could be because that really sets you apart. We know caregivers want this. That really sets you apart from the other recruiters they're speaking with who are just saying, come on in, we'll get you hired. Come on in, we'll get you hired. And just so you know, we have all these available ways you can grow and promote within the agency. So if there's something in particular you're interested in, I'd love to hear about it. And make that available from day one. That is my advice for today, is to make sure you have a career path 
that it is well-defined. It shows a variety of different positions with job descriptions and pay bands. Turn that into a branded PDF and then make sure that is getting shared with your applicants, your new hires, and your existing employees. The last thing I want you to do is make sure that it stays updated and that you discuss it regularly. You need to be offering people on your team your time. If you're an owner or leader, you need to offer them your time to come speak with you. What are their goals? How can you help them achieve them? And then, like I said, the more that you do that, the more it will drive you to meet your growth goals because you want to open up those positions. You want to help them achieve their goals. And it's truly a win-win. I hope that this is helpful for you. If you have any questions about building a great career path and what that could look like, feel free to reach out at careworkus.com. We would be happy to speak with you. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you again on the next episode.